Welcome back, Cincinnati sports fans, for episode four of Inside the 275 Loop. It's good to be back. I mean, it's only been a week, but, you know. Cats had an offseason this past weekend. Didn't get to play anybody. It was a, it was kind of nice to sit back, relax, and enjoy the college football Saturday and not really have to worry about going to a game, calling a game, just kind of being able to relax for, for another college football Saturday and just enjoy the day. And, you know, woke up and college game day was great. Um, that was a great scene. They had some great stories in college game day this past Saturday. Uh, there were some really, really, really good games on this past Saturday. Arkansas and Texas A&M was a fantastic game. By the way, I'm Sean McMahon. I'm joined by Tyler Gilman and Ethan Herzog for today's episode of Inside the 275 Loop. As always, just want to get that out of the way before I forget because I tend to do that. But Arkansas and A&M was a fantastic game to watch. Um, I, I didn't realize, I, I think I, I, I mistakenly said on the show last week and to many people that it was in Fayetteville when it was actually in Dallas. So Yeah, it was at the, uh, I believe, the Cowboy Stadium. It was at the Cowboy yep. Stadium, and even still, I would have picked Arkansas to win, but I thought it was in Fayetteville, but it was not, so that's bad reporting on my end. Um, I just kind of assumed it was a, uh, uh, not a neutral site game, but I assumed it was a home game for Arkansas for some reason. But, you know, Arkansas ended up winning. Great game to watch. Um, tons of other great games that were on this past weekend. Um, if I can pull up the week four schedule really quickly. I mean, NC State-Clemson. NC State-Clemson was a pretty good game. Man, that, was, that was a game to watch. Double overtime. Game to watch. Yeah, that was that was a really fun – Oklahoma and West Virginia was a fun game. Uh, I actually picked uh, West Virginia to win that game. I didn't realize it was in Norman. I th- again, I thought that was a home game for West Virginia. Uh, but Oklahoma pulled out the win by three, 16-13. Not looking too good this year, Oklahoma. Um, Texas might actually have a legit shot to beat them. I think. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah, Oklahoma's undefeated right now, but all the games have been fairly close. So yeah. We'll see how that goes. The Rutgers-Michigan game, the score was close in the end, but the game was actually pretty boring for the most part because Rutgers was almost shut out. and then pretty they one-sided. Made a comeback, really. Um, and Georgia Tech actually destroyed North Carolina as well. How about that? 45-22. to was that, It was a home game for Georgia Tech in Atlanta. Good win for Georgia Tech. I'm, I'm kind of surprised we don't see them in the top 25 yet. Um, maybe they'll be ne- there next week. But uh, LSU-Mississippi State, another fantastic game. Um, SMU and TCU. SMU actually ended up taking the skillet back home. Um, Texas Tech and Texas was an absolute blowout of a game. Um <laughs> Talk about blowout. Georgia 62, Vanderbilt 0. Yeah. Yeah, that was... <laughs> Yeah, that was that was I, ugly. I, I, I think let me let me let me make sure I get this stat right. Georgia had more guys score touchdowns than Vanderbilt had first downs for the entire game. I thought I saw something. It was Georgia scored more points than Vanderbilt had yards or something of that nature. Yeah, they had some That's stupid, crazy. ridiculous yeah. stats that just. I mean, it like, was dumb. I didn't. I did. I read it and I was like, "What happened?" Is he okay? Yeah, it's Vanderbilt football, man. It's not good at all. I know Vanderbilt football is not a football school, but dang, I didn't know it was that bad. (laughs) Pretty bad. Pretty bad. But uh, before we get into games that are coming up this weekend, as well as even tonight, uh, we'll go ahead and talk a preview the Cincinnati-Notre Dame game. The Bearcats travel to South Bend this Saturday with a matchup against the Irish, against former UC head coach Brian Kelly, as well as former defensive coordinator and cornerbacks coach uh, Marcus Freeman, as well as Mike Mickens, respectively. Uh, so there's actually three former Cincinnati guys on that staff. Lord. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Notre Dame, uh, according to ESPN's power index, is favored 57% to Cincinnati's 42%. But the spread favors Cincinnati by two points. So it's interesting. I think Notre Dame gets that that the higher percentage because it's a home game. Obviously, I, I'd say the home field advantage definitely plays a huge part in that. But Cincinnati opens up this game favored by two points against the number nine ranked Irish. Cincinnati trying to improve to four and zero, and Notre Dame trying to prove and to improve to five and zero. This game has all kinds of implications on the line. For Cincinnati, if they want to go to the college football playoff, they got to win this must game. Win. Must yep. win. I think even if they lose, though, 
I still think Cincinnati can go to New Year's Six Bowl. Probably will go to New Year's yeah, Six probably. Bowl. They I'm, can't I'm, lose another game though. But yeah, after this, which yeah. I don't, I don't anticipate I happening. But losing another game, even I don't anticipate that happening. But we'll see. Yeah, well, we're a Cincinnati sports fan base, so we yeah. shouldn't. We know better. Yeah, right. we don't want to say that. Sad to say, but we know better. Over under is fifty and a half. You guys taking the over or the under for this? I'm taking Ooh, the over. I'm taking the over as over. well. I think yeah, I feel a little shootout. Fifty and a half seems a little low. For me, I, I don't, I don't know. I just, I think it'll I, be I a shootout. I think it will be too. I really don't know how this game is going to go because my biggest fear is is we're going to start out on offense the way we did against Indiana last week because we know Notre Dame's going to be loud. We can't yeah. do that against Notre Dame. Though. No, yeah, we, we can't. No, we can't. We have to go and get it done. You got to score within the first two drives. It's going to yeah. come down how fast can, or like just. It's really going to come down to Ritter. Honestly, I think mm-hmm. if you know he goes in, does his thing, I think we'll get the job done. But. Yep. Yeah, he struggled really opening up against... This is something we mentioned on last week's show. He struggled opening up against Indiana last week. Looked a lot like freshman year Desmond Ritter. Mm-hmm. Um, had a lot of passing issues in the beginning. Now, once you got Micah McFadden out of the way, uh, that changed a lot. But Desmond Ritter's... The the game. But Ritter's going up against former defensive coordinator at Cincinnati, Marcus Freeman. And Marcus Freeman knows what Ritter's about, and Ritter knows what Marcus Freeman's about. So it's, it's really quite an interesting matchup for a former defensive coordinator, and especially with Luke Fickle, who's known Marcus Freeman for years, mm-hmm. uh, Cincinnati's probably very, very prepared for Notre Dame's defense, and Notre Dame likely prepared for Cincinnati's offense as well. So, interesting dynamic going into this week. Um, as I mentioned, the spread is in favor of Cincinnati by two. Um, Desmond Ritter is 54 for 83 on the year with 748 passing yards, seven touchdowns as well as two interceptions. Jack Cohn, the starting quarterback for Notre Dame, the Wisconsin transfer, is 77 for 127, good for 986 yards, nine touchdowns, and two interceptions. But he really hasn't been looking that great. Uh, The offensive line has been giving up a lot of sacks, especially against Wisconsin this past weekend. Um, So if Cincinnati's going to take advantage of anything, it's going to be the pass rush uh, on defense. Mm -hmm. If you can disturb the passing game in Notre Dame, and keep doing what you're doing with the rush defense, you know, it's it almost boils down to the offense at that point. And I feel like it's what it always boils down to with Cincinnati is the offense. Our defense will always be there. Defense will always it be ha- there. It has been for years. for Since really 2018. Um, but Jerome Ford's got 50 carries for 300 yards, six touchdowns. Kyron Williams, 64 carries, 244 yards, two touchdowns. On the receiving end of things, Tyler Scott leads the way for Cincinnati with seven receptions for 172 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Michael Mayer, the local product out of Covington Catholic High School just across the river in Kentucky, has 24 receptions for 267 yards and three touchdowns. He is a dominant force for that Notre Dame offense. you you got to shut him down if you want to shut down this Notre Dame offense. I'm scared who we're going to put on him. Yeah, uh, I I want it to be sauce. I, 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 I would. That can't happen. The problem. Too. The that problem is, happen. but the problem is, is that he's a tight end. Yeah, exactly. Sauce doesn't guard. Happen. Sauce doesn't guard the tight end. He usually guards the boundary guy. Yeah, yeah. It just can't happen. But if he's ever on the outside, probably be uh, either Arquan Bush or maybe Javon Hicks. One of those guys. Probably, one of the yeah. safeties. Maybe a linebacker, Joel DeBlanco. I'm not really sure. I. Deshaun Pace. Deshaun Pace even. He's he had what a year he's having right now. Yeah, he's doing he's doing great so far. Um they they talked about him this past week in the press conference uh, just a couple days he ago. He won AAC player of the week, right? Defensive. Uh defensive player of the week for the AAC. Yeah, that was a huge accomplishment um last week that is. Mm. Um, in a young career that is. Yeah, and he's only a sophomore too. He's out of the, out of Coleraine High School here in Cincinnati. Local product um in terms of team stats, Cincinnati's got 43 points per game. Notre Dame's got 35 points per game. Um, I mean, both very lethal offenses. Yeah, which is why I think it'll be a shootout. Yeah, yeah. Who, both have had their struggles as well. Mm-hmm. They both had their struggles. Cincinnati struggled against Murray State, uh, as well as struggled to get going against Indiana in the first half, only scoring 10 points before the end of the first half. But 10 points obviously proved to be critical. Um, but here's an, here's a stat. Cincinnati gives up eight fewer points per game than Notre Dame. No, Cincinnati gives up 15 points per game to Notre Dame's 23. Yeah. Uh, now, if we look at some of the previous games that Notre Dame 
has played. They've played uh, Florida State, Toledo, Purdue, and Wisconsin. Not very tough yeah, opponents. They gave they gave up twenty nine to Toledo, and the only reason Toledo lost that game was because they scored too early. Scored way yep. too quickly. They scored a little bit too early in that game, uh, and I don't I don't blame their quarterback for running it in the end zone at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to not want to run into the end zone. You know, your your thought is just I got to get in the end zone, got to score, I got to beat these guys. It's not oh. You sometimes lose that situational awareness, and you're like, oh, wait, wait, there's still a minute left. If we give Notre Dame the ball back, they could score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. When Toledo could have run out of bounds at the one-yard line, you know, taken a knee a little mm-hmm. bit, and then yeah. kicked a last-second field goal to win the game. Um, but not that I wanted that to happen. We needed Notre Dame to win that game so that we could have what we have this weekend, which is a top-ten matchup in South Bend. Yeah, um, Didn't really do all that well against Purdue, uh, only won by 14 points. Not really a great game for Notre Dame. They kind of struggled throughout most of that game. Florida State, I mean, that game, they won on a game-winning field goal in overtime. I mean, you look at what Florida State's doing right now. Yeah, yeah. they're not – they lost to Jacksonville State on a Hail Mary. Man. I mean, come they're, on. They're just down horrendous right now. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say Notre Dame's played nobody because yeah, – But they definitely struggled. But they have had their struggles. We've seen their weaknesses. We know what their weaknesses are. It's just a matter of how well – can Luke Fickle and his team exploit those weaknesses? Um, and, and you look at the Notre Dame-Wisconsin score. That was a great game. Um, for, it was pretty pretty low-scoring affair. It was defense-heavy. It was very defense-heavy. It was a very low-scoring affair for most of the game. Jack Cohn got sacked many times in that game. Something felt like every other snap he was on the ground. Um, Top fish with Joe Burrow. Yeah. 41-13 to was the final score for that game. And really, the only reason that that score is as large as it was was because Notre Dame's defense came alive in the mm-hmm. second half. They only had one offensive touchdown in the second half. Yeah, and I believe they didn't allow Wisconsin to have an offensive touchdown either. They were down 13-10 to 10 in the fourth quarter to and start the fourth quarter. they ended up winning, what, 41-13? to 31-13, to 13. so they scored 31 points. Unanswered. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame had a kick return touchdown, and they had two pick sixes. Uh, Graham Mertz for Wisconsin, the quarterback, did not have a very good ending to that game. So um, you could probably blame that on the quarterback play because um, two pick sixes in a game is not a good stat to have. Not ideal. Yeah. Not ideal. Um, and then a kick return touchdown. So, you know, right there, there's 21 of those 31 points yeah. that were scored. They had one offensive touchdown and one field goal. So Notre Dame's offense only really had 10 points. 20 points, I think, for the whole game, actually. I think they had 20 points for the whole game offensively. Their defense just stepped up and made plays where they needed. So that's why that score looks way more lopsided. That game was a lot closer than the final score really indicates. Mm -hmm. Um, Wisconsin put up a heck of a fight, but really I think it came down to quarterback play and turnover margin for Wisconsin. Um, But that was the final for that game. Uh, This game this Saturday, in terms of total passing yards, Cincinnati's got 420 to Notre Dame's 367 total yards of offense. Um, Cincinnati actually has 165 yards rushing on the year, which is really abysmally low. Yeah. Over, um, over double Notre Dame, though. A, a double of Notre Dame, which is kind of a shocking stat. Like, I'm amazed that somehow Notre Dame doesn't have 100 yards. And I, Wait a minute, that, can't make, that doesn't make any sense. I have no idea. I'm confused by these team stats here on ESPN. There's no way they only have 81 yards rushing on the year. Something's... No, that, that's per game. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Those are per game darn. stats. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's, that, that, that makes that a makes lot sense. of sense. Yeah. That just indicates how, I'm good, sorry. how good Jerome Ford's been all year, though. Yeah. Yeah, 300 yards total for Jerome Ford. 255 yards per game for Cincinnati. 286 to Notre, for Notre Dame per game. Um, but I got to tell you, Jack Cohn's not looking that great for Notre Dame, which is a good sign for us. I mean... And he's coming off... Well, not an injury, but he's coming off... Something. Uh, he Something. was he was questionable for a little bit. He got injured against Wisconsin, but his status is probable according yeah. to ESPN. So Which, you know, it could be an advantage for UC's defense to exploit. Yeah, I mean, I think this game, what it comes down to, is turnover margin. I think if Cincinnati creates turnovers, games in our hands. Game yep. should be in our hands, but it's a matter of what the offense does with those turnovers. It's really going to really gonna come down to Ritter. That's what it's going to come. I down think to. it's going to come down to that as well. Um, I'd agree. In terms of yards allowed, Cincinnati's given up 298 yards per game to Notre Dame's 365 yards per game. Um, 
it's really the rushing game that, or I'm sorry, it's the passing game where Notre Dame struggles uh, in terms of defense. 234.5 yards per game for Notre Dame in the pass, on passing defense. 160.7 for Cincinnati. That's actually really not all that bad, uh, considering Murray State was probably the biggest problem. Well, I mean, Indiana had a lot of passing yards as yeah. well. but Yeah, but that, that just wasn't a good game for also had Also had three interceptions in that game, so yeah. turnovers ended up being big in that game as well. In terms of rush yards allowed, it's very similar. Notre Dame, 130 per game. Cincinnati, 138. So both have pretty good rushing defenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a matter of... How can Jerome Ford respond to that Notre Dame defense? Who is it's it's all veterans on that defensive line. It's all juniors and seniors and grad transfers or, or graduates. It's a very veteran Notre Dame defense led by a very veteran defensive coordinator. Uh, a good one at that. A very very good one uh, at that for sure. So on paper it looks like UC's got the edge in terms of stats, but mm. we'll see that. See that plays out. Games aren't played on paper; they're That's played right. on the field. So That's right. That game is at two thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time in South Bend. We will be on call for that game. Me and Justin Cashman, as well as Caleb Taylor, and even actually uh, Alex Frank, the former sports director, will be on call uh, during the pre, post, and halftime shows uh, to help Justin out with uh, with those. Caleb will have color for the whole game, and me and Justin will split the play by play. Uh, it should be fun. I'm really excited. We're leaving for South Bend tomorrow around 345. Our credentials finally got approved, and we finally got a hotel. Nice. I think it's going to be a good time. I, I might hit up the bars up there in South Bend. or just ch- I just want to check out the campus, honestly. I mean, we're not going to get historic, there till To a historic campus. I mean, yeah. It's gorgeous. I mean, yeah. It's a great we're campus. We're not going to get there till We're not going to get there till 8 o'clock at night, which is fine. We get settled in the hotel, and it's like a 35-minute drive. I, I don't... I don't know. I mean, it depends on how willing everyone is to go. It's, again, 35 minutes drive, but, you know, it's a long drive. Uh, so we'll see what we decide to do tomorrow night. But I'm excited to be in South Bend to call that game. I've never been to Notre Dame. Uh, very historic campus, historic stadium. So I am very excited about that. Uh, our broadcast will go on air around 2 o'clock uh, Eastern time. Alex and Justin will have the pregame show. However, I will have the introduction. So, um I guess we can save score predictions for the end for that game. It's typically something that we like to do is save score predictions for the end. So yeah. we'll go ahead and move on and take a look at some of the games that are coming up uh, this weekend and actually even tonight at 7.30 p.m. on ESPN. Virginia is taking on Miami. That game is in Miami. Give me Virginia. Really? You're going to take Virginia? Okay. Wait, are you talking about Miami, Ohio, or Miami, Florida? Miami, Florida. Oh, that, that's gonna change my Miami's opinion on that in, one. Miami, Ohio is in Oxford. That's gonna change my opinion. I'm gonna go Miami then. Yeah, gonna have to go Miami. I'd agree. I I have to go Miami by Miami by a field goal at Hard Rock. It's at Hard Rock Stadium. Mm-hmm. A few games tomorrow night as well. Houston's traveling to Tulsa for some American Conference action. That's at 7:30 p.m. on Eastern on uh, ESPN. Uh, that should be a fun game to watch. If you're an AAC fan, I think that might might be a close. <laughs> might be really boring awesome. for everybody else, but hey, look, it's college football. Uh, how about number five Iowa traveling to Maryland at eight p.m.? That game's on FS1 tomorrow night. That could be interesting. That's gonna Maryland's be really undefeated good game. right now. Maryland is undefeated. Iowa's undefeated. They're number five in the country, but Maryland's got a chip Tua, on their shoulder. Tua's little brother on Maryland's having a pretty solid year. Yeah, give me Maryland on that one. Yeah, I I, I, I might go Maryland, Maryland on a field goal. I got Maryland by a point. Point. Maryland so by one point. point. Just one. Just one. Just one. <laughs> I, I think I think they win by a game-winning field goal. Uh, number 13, BYU travels to Utah State. That game's at 9 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. Uh, BYU. That could be a really tough test for the Cougars, traveling to Utah State. Uh, I really don't – I mean, I think BYU is going to win this game, but yeah. I could also see Utah State – Covering the spread or winning this game, it'll be it'll be a solid game to to watch. Yeah, it's a good nine o'clock uh, Eastern Standard Time game to watch if you love to stay up and watch college football. Um, it's a Friday night; you probably got better things to do. I understand, but if you're a college football fan, you love college football. There's three games on tomorrow night. There's some really good games on this. I mean this this, this weekend, weekend is, loaded, is loaded. absolutely loaded. You can make a season out of this this weekend schedule. 
Yeah. Uh, number eight, Arkansas travels to number two, Georgia. That game is at noon on ESPN right after college game, game day. What a game. They, oh. are, they are there. College game day is going to be at Georgia. So it's going to go straight from game day, straight over to the game. And, man, I, this is an exciting matchup. Uh, I don't think Arkansas is going to win solely because yeah. of the fact that it's in Georgia. Uh, Georgia's I, playing I mean, Georgia's so also well rolling year. off of the, you know, 62 to nothing Vanderbilt. So, I mean, like, I feel like they have some kind of fire. That they're, they're just playing so well right now. I yeah. got to go Georgia. Yeah. I have to. I got to go Georgia as well, considering it's a home game, and I just think Georgia's the better team. But I'm not saying anything bad about Arkansas. Even if Arkansas loses this game, they'll still be in the top 15, uh, in my opinion. I mean, uh-huh. they still have a top 10 win over Texas A&M. Um, a, a loss to number two Georgia, who is probably going to be in the playoff, probably going to be in the national championship game. Not going to get punished too poorly, I would think, even if it's a blowout. Yeah. But I kind of see Arkansas giving them a bit of a fight. Mm-hmm. I um, still got Georgia, though. I still got Georgia. Number 14, Michigan travels to Camp Randall Stadium. That game's at 12 p.m. to take on Wisconsin. That game's on Fox. I hate to say it. Give me Michigan. That's a tough pick. That's a really tough call because I think Wisconsin might bounce back after that loss. I don't think they will. Sure. I think I think their quarterback play with Graham Mertz is not very good. I don't oh, think man. their offense is really that potent. Give me Michigan by a touchdown. Yeah. I just think the only reason Wisconsin keeps it close is because it's a home game. Yeah, it'll be close, but I'm still going to go Michigan. I am also going to pick Michigan, but not by much. We also have Texas traveling to TCU. That game's at noon on ABC. Give me Texas. Taking the horns. At TCU? After what they did last week. Against Texas Tech, though. This is a home game for TCU. Just think about that for a second. TCU is 2-1. They're not that bad. Their only loss is to SMU. Hmm. I'm still going to go Texas. Not right. by a lot. Not by a lot. Give me TCU by... Well, actually, I don't know. I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with TCU. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. I'm going Texas. Way, uh, to, be, way uh, to be an outlier. Odd man out. I'm going Texas. Yeah, Texas had a great game. They did have a great game against Texas Tech, um, but I just I just don't know if that's going to translate on a road game against TCU. I, 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 just don't, I just don't know if I really see it. Uh, some other American action on ESPNU at noon. Memphis travels to Temple. Memphis, not a bad team whatsoever. They're undefeated. Game Memphis. I'm going to take Memphis in that game, but I think Temple's going to put up a fight because they always do, especially when it's at home. Well, they won't at Nippert uh, no. two weeks from now. I'll say <laughs> that right no. now. Well, they did it a couple years ago. I'm not going to put it past Temple. They always give us a fight. They always give us a fight. How about Louisville traveling to number 24, Ooh. Wake Forest, at 1230 on ESPN3? You know what? Give me Louisville. Louisville? Okay. Louisville. Ooh. Wake Forest is undefeated. I'm taking Wake Forest. It's a home game as well. I think actually the students are going to show up for this game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'd take we'll Wake see. Forest. I'd take Wake Forest. I mean, I'm an outlier again. Yeah, outlier again. <laughs> UL Monroe traveling to Coastal Carolina. The game's at 2.30 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, give me Coastal. They're oh, just yeah. absolutely destroy UL Monroe. Yeah, that's, that's easy. Yeah. Some other SEC action, number 12, Ole Miss travels to number one, Alabama. Man, we got some good SEC football this weekend, man. Bama. 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 Actually, I'm going to take it, Ole Miss. Wow. Okay. I think I, I have a shot. I, in Bama? Yep. I'm going to take Alabama by less than a touchdown. I think Ole Miss covers the spread, and I'm not going to be shocked if they this win. This spread is 79.5. Interesting. Yeah. 79.5 spread? Oh, wait. Over that's under. The, I'm sorry. That's the power. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. The over under. I was going to say. I'm sorry. That's a hell of a spread. Man, I really just messed it up. Oh, yeah. The spread is. I, I think I'll take the slight under for 79. Oh, yeah. For Definitely 79. Going under. There's, that's, yeah. that's a very high scoring game. And it very well could be a very, very, very high scoring game. Yeah. I could. Both teams could reach 40. I, I really don't know how this is going to go. Ole Miss is not a bad team this year. They're looking pretty solid. Matt Corral at the helm for uh, Ole Miss's offense. Top top draft prospect this year, too. Yeah. I, yeah, I still got Bama, though, but it'll be a good game. I think it's going to be a fantastic game, but the fact that it's in Bryant-Denny Stadium is, I the, think, going to be the difference in Tuscaloosa, this game. Tuscaloosa goes crazy for game day. That they do. Uh, Oklahoma travels to Kansas State. That game's on three at 3.30 p.m. on Fox. That is going to be an interesting game. Kansas State just freshly dropped out of the top 25 after losing to Oklahoma State, but 
a home game for Kansas State against number six Oklahoma. Kansas State's not been looking too bad. Give me K State. Give me K State yeah, as well. They're Oklahoma. Gonna, they're going to look for vengeance. Oklahoma's undefeated, but they haven't really had a. They haven't uh, had any impressive games this I, year. Yep. They almost yeah. lost to Tulane. They almost lost to uh, West Virginia. Yep. Uh, number eleven Ohio State travels to Rutgers. That game's at three thirty p.m. on the Big Ten Network. Give me Ohio State. Give me the mm-hmm. Buckeyes. Give me Rutgers. But Travion uh, Henderson is. He's too hard to guard. Sherman Henderson's a monster. Can Give me the Buckeyes, but I think Rutgers puts up a really good fight. And I think they – I don't know if they cover the spread or not. I'm not sure how, how I feel about covering the spread there. But give me the Buckeyes. Uh, it'll be a tough road test for Ohio State. Um, UCF travels to Navy. That game's at 3.30 p.m. on CBS Sports Network. Ooh, give me Navy. Navy, Navy really? Navy. Okay. Really? I'm taking UCF. Yeah, I got UCF on that one. More American action. Tulane traveling to East Carolina. Give East me, Carolina. give me Tulane. Actually, give me Tulane. They almost put Tulane. a fight against Oklahoma. Tulane. I'm taking Tulane here. in that game. I'll take Tulane as well. Yeah. Uh, number ten, Florida travels to Kentucky. Kentucky's undefeated right now. Uh, Florida with only one loss to Alabama. That game's at six p.m. on ESPN. That game Ooh. is going to be fun to watch. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Florida. Yeah. They played really well Oof. against Alabama. I'm gonna go Florida. Give me Kentucky to win this game. Oh. Give me Kentucky. <laughs> I'm just I'm feeling it right now. Give me Kentucky. Man. I think the Wildcats pull it out at home. I, I I mean I know I know Florida looked fantastic against Alabama, but Kentucky's not looking too bad. It's a home game. Just I yeah. I don't know, man. Give me Kentucky. Know. Give me Kentucky. Number twenty one Baylor travels to number nineteen Oklahoma State. That game's at seven PM on ESPN two. That's a tough pick. Give me Oklahoma State. It is at Oklahoma State. Give me Oklahoma State. This Baylor team's not looking bad, though. They're the only undefeated team from the state of Texas. <laughs> Fresh off a uh, win against uh, um, Kansas State, Oklahoma State is. I think they're going to continue it. True. think so. Continue the trend. Okay. I think Oklahoma State wins that game as well, again, simply because it's a home. I'm picking a lot of games just because it's home games. Yeah, um, I mean, so that, that's a big factor I mean, yeah, in, it's in sports factor. nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Indiana travels to number four Penn State, seven thirty p.m. That is the primetime game, believe it or not, on ABC. So give me Penn by a mile. Yeah, by yeah, Penn State by two miles. Actually, give me Penn State by like three touchdowns at least. At least three touchdowns. Penn State's playing four touchdowns. (laughs) I'm just gonna keep going up. (laughs) Sean Clifford is really leading that team. Saint X grad actually. Really? Yeah, he's a local product out of Cincinnati. So is his brother. Wide receiver for them as well, Liam. That is also true. I forgot about that. Boston College travels to number 25, Clemson, at 7.30 p.m. on the ACC Network. You know what? Give me Boston College. Yeah, honestly, Boston College. I, I want the upset. Uh, I want the upset. To, I mean, Boston The way College, Boston College is playing right now and the way Clemson is playing right now, I'm going to go, I'm gonna yeah. have to go Boston College. See, you know, I thought the game last year was at Clemson. I don't know why I'm misremembering that. I just remember Boston College giving Clemson a fight last year. I think we'll do it again. I think they'll yeah. do it again. I, mm, I, think, I don't know who think, to pick, man. I think BC's going to pull out the win. I think Clemson's going to drop out of the top 25. I'm, I'm going to be real. Win or not win, I think they might as well. Give yeah. me the, you know what? Give me the Tigers. I, 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 I want to pick Boston College so bad, but I'm going safe here. I'm going to take Clemson to win this game. I, just, I think if it was a road game at Boston College, I'd take Boston College, but mm-hmm. I, mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, Clemson did struggle against Georgia Tech. At home, so I don't know. Clemson is, ah, struggling this is every, so hard, man. Clemson's been struggling every game this year. It seems like I think this is a chance for Clemson to bounce back. Um, give me the Tigers, man. I I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> you sound so conflicted. I am because I like I picked I picked NC State to beat Clemson this past weekend, and I mean Clemson really struggled against NC State. But the only reason NC State stayed in the game was because of you know offensive inefficiency, really. Um. Yeah, I got it wrong. So I just I don't know, man. It's it's a tough pick. It's a tough pick. How about garbage uh, toilet bowl action? You got UConn traveling to Vanderbilt <laughs> at seven thirty p.m. on ESPNU. Give me Vanderbilt. Yeah, give me Vanderbilt. <laughs> Huskies yeah. Huskies remain completely defeated, and I guess that's the opposite of undefeated. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, at Something nine p.m. Like on ESPN, this is how about this? Nine p.m. kickoff for a game. At LSU in Death Valley, it's the Tiger Bowl. The number 22 Auburn Tigers travel to LSU. That Oof. game is on ESPN at 9 o'clock. Give me LSU. 
all day. In Death LSU. Valley, yeah, give me LSU. 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 Death yeah. Valley's an atmosphere. I see it. Atmosphere. Wouldn't be shocked if Auburn pulled it out because they did play very well against Penn State in the whiteout. Yeah. They played very well True. in that game. But when it came down to a field goal, I believe. A late, a late field goal, a late touchdown. Let's see. Did it? I thought, I'm pretty sure Penn State won by eight in that game. Oh, I could. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what. I'm pretty sure it was like 28 to 20 yeah, for it, a yeah, really long time. That was, that's impressive. That yeah, 2020 was the final. by eight. One score. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Um, yeah. Arizona State traveling to number 20 UCLA at 10.30 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. Give me UCLA. Yeah, give me UCLA as well. Yeah, uh, I don't really trust Arizona State at this point in time. I wouldn't be too shocked if Arizona State put up a fight, though. Uh, but give me UCLA. Yeah, I'm going to go on the Bruins. Fresno State travel Number 18, Fresno State travels to Hawaii. 11 p.m. on CBS. got 11 p.m. kickoff Ugh, on man. CBS Sports Network. That time difference is no joke. Yeah, no I'm good. I'll be asleep by then, probably. I won't, I'm, Actually, no, I won't be asleep. I'll be, I'll be awake. I'll I be just, at work. I just don't know <laughs> what. I don't know what I'll be doing, because, I mean, heck, the game at South Bend's not going to be over till, let's say, 5.30, 5.45, and then we're not going to get out of there. We're not going to get home until probably 9 o'clock, 9.30, so I'll be home by that time. It's just a matter of, like, how tired am I and how much do I feel like doing that night. Yeah. You know, I won't, for this Hawaii game, I really want to go to Fresno State, but I don't know if I can. I'm going Fresno State. I'm going Fresno State. Hawaii's not very good, and Fresno I, State's I, looking I, fantastic. I, Jake Hayner, the quarterback for Fresno State, looks he's awesome. Having, he's having a – okay, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Fresno State. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Jake Hayner almost has 2,000 passing yards. Who's that? Jake Hayner. And it's been – they've played five games. He almost has 2,000 passing yards. Yeah, those That's are uh, – Pretty impressive. Those are Heisman stats right there. 15, 15 <laughs> touchdowns. Man, he is – those are Heisman stats. How is he not in the Heisman? Like, why is why is DJ Uyagudale still in the conversation for he Heisman? Why is CJ Stroud still in the conversation? Why because he plays for Ohio State? Yeah, because it's the power. I understand. Power I understand. But they're like, oh, they have to be it because whatever. I'm like, no, they. It's don't. also like the top competing players are all quarterbacks, and it's like, guys, this award can go to literally, literally anybody. anybody. Why Charles, are we only Charles focusing? Woodson one is his yeah. quarterback in Michigan. Exactly. Yeah. Good anybody. Tyron Desmond Matthew. Howard. Tyron Matthew almost won it as yeah. a safety. Desmond Howard won it for Michigan uh-huh. as a linebacker. Or was he a safety? No, I don't remember. He was a receiver, I believe. Desmond Howard? No, he played defense. He was on defense. Maybe he's both. Hang on, let me see. You know what? I, can't re- I should know this. I watch College Game Day literally every Saturday, but... I'm pretty sure he does Howard. Waking up on Saturday morning and watching college game days, honestly, just... I like, only can't because oh, I have to work. Okay, I thought I he played defense. Okay, never mind. He was a wide receiver, and he was a kick returner as well, or a yeah. punt returner. Yeah. Okay, I thought he played defense. No. Huh. I don't know. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> How about that? Um, he's got a Heisman Trophy and as well as a... Uh, I think he's got a national championship under his belt, doesn't he? Right. And a Super Bowl. I know he's got a Super Bowl <laughs> wow. under his belt. I, I do know that. I don't, I don't know about national championship. I thought he. I know. I know. Wisconsin, or I'm sorry. I know Michigan won it in 1990. I think he was there. Uh, 1999. Pretty sure. Something. Yeah. 1999 because it was. The, well, I think it, it was the year that. Him. I can't remember now. All of a sudden, gosh. Well, either way, those are all your games for this Saturday. We'll go ahead and move on to uh, some. Uh, actually, we'll move on to the NFL football. Coming up tonight, the Cincinnati Bengals are playing a home game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's number one overall pick, Joe Burrow versus number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence. Woo. I don't really see this being much of a battle. No. Uh, I see the Bengals at least by two touchdowns. Yeah. At I least mean, 10 points. At least Considering 10 points. their performance this past weekend against yeah. the Steelers, Interestingly enough, Cincinnati actually had 12 first downs to the Steelers, 21. Like, okay, yeah, I was looking at the stats for this game, and I'm like, this reminds me of something. It reminded me of the Browns-Steelers playoff game, where, like, overall, Pittsburgh's stats were ultimately a little bit better than the Browns, but the Browns were just more efficient on offense. The Bengals are very efficient on offense yeah. this week. And very defense efficient. is looking pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Our defense is looking like yeah. it's... like. That, yeah, I'll tell you what. Like, Pittsburgh can put up yards, yes. Like, their stat sheet is, like, you know, packed to the brim with, like, interesting things. But they lost by 10, 14 yeah. to 
Cincinnati. Yeah, who, at home, too. At yeah. home, which hasn't happened since 2015, like yep. you had mentioned earlier. I was going into this game like, oh, no, this is going to be horrible. Like, I'm so used to Cincinnati. like Getting know, bullied right? by Get, Pittsburgh. Yeah, getting yeah. blown out by Pittsburgh. And I, like, I'll check my phone occasionally during whatever because I was working during that time. And I would check it. I'm like, we're winning. Yeah. What? <laughs> and I would repeatedly, like, and I started listening to it on my home from work. And I was like, what is going on? I, I'm i amazed. Like, Right. And shout out uh, Bengals offensive line. They oh, yeah. lost sack to Pittsburgh's outstanding front seven. Yeah. First time that's happened. Steelers, I believe, had a 75-game streak yeah. with giving a sack. We didn't allow one. To be fair, T.J. Watt was not playing, but still give credit to the O-line. Yeah. Gotta give credit. Something you never thought you'd really say. Give credit to the O-line. <laughs> oh, yeah, who would have thought? It's been a minute. It's been a while since that. you've really been able to say that. I mean, Pittsburgh never even tied this game at any point. since oh. The only time since I didn't score was in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a touchdown pass to Jamar. You had two touchdown passes to Jamar Chase in this game. Um, I can't remember who had the opening touchdown for uh, Cincinnati. Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Tyler it was Boyd. Tyler Boyd. That's right. He bounced off a tackle in the open field and yep. went straight into the end zone. So Jamar Chase had a touchdown right before the end of the half. I mean, that was one heck of a bomb Man, from Joe was. Burrow. One yeah. heck of a catch from Jamar Chase. It was like a fingertip grab yeah. for Jamar Chase in the end zone. Uh, and then since I went on to score 10 points in the third quarter and then got shut out in the fourth quarter. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter. It didn't matter at all. Did not a great win for the Bengals, um, and then the game tonight: Trevor Lawrence versus Joe Burrow. Cincinnati's favored by seven and a half, sixty-nine point two percent, according to ESPN's Power Football Index, in favor of the Bengals. I think the fans are going to show up tonight, and they're yeah. going to be really loud, including myself. I'll Tyler, I'll be there. I'll be, there. I'll be just, going. I'll be I'm just jealous. as loud, just as loud. I'm so, so jealous that I couldn't go. I, I mean, I have to. I kind of want to go. I kind of want to. Yeah, like, I, I haven't been. To, I haven't been to a Bengals game since 2014. The last time the last game like I Bengals yeah. game was 2019 when we played New Orleans and we got like demolished, manhandled yeah. by Drew Brees and Michael Camaro, Thomas. Michael Thomas. I'm like, I think that was when I became a Saints fan. <laughs> the last <laughs> game watching that game was like wow. The last game so I was good. at was when we were, uh, um, the Bengals were. I think we. Didn't have a win yet. We played the Jets, and we ended up pulling through and getting the win. Yeah, the I fans mean, were going crazy. It was, we, it was actually a really fun atmosphere yeah. to be a part of. I was gonna say if we didn't beat the Jets, I'm not really sure <laughs> what do we do. Speaking uh, of Drew right. Brees, him and Mike Tirico will be on call for the game this Saturday against Notre Dame. Really? So I know what really? I'm doing. I know what I'm doing pregame. Oh, <laughs> I'm going out of the broadcast booth. I'm find Drew. find where he's sitting. Dang. Find where he's at. I'm about That'll... to ditch my job and go to Notre Dame. Can I sneak <laughs> in the booth with you? If you can, you can try all you want. That is my man. Make sure you bring your vaccine card because you actually need proof of vaccination. Oh, oh yeah, I got that. I'll, I have to get it for my mom or something. I think she has it. It's kind of annoying, but uh, you know what? It's like, fine. I can't control it. You gotta it's deal with it. Fine. I can't control it. But uh, given the Bengals a sixty-nine point two percent chance to win this game, over under is forty-six. I'll take the uh, under. I'll take the under. T- under as well. Yeah. Just because I think the Bengals are going to score high, but I don't think the Jaguars are going to score they'll, that much it'll either. It'll probably be like. 30 to 3 or something. I think I think it's going to be a very boring Thursday night game. I don't yeah. want to I as much as I hate to say that because it's the Bungles. Uh I I really don't see the Bengals slowing down after coming off a win against the Steelers the way they did. Yeah, especially it being the Steelers. Like, yeah, and the Jaguars are 0 and 3. Yeah. Their offensive line is non-existent. And Trevor Jaguars Lawrence can't. Done do Trevor Lawrence can't do anything as a result because his receivers can't catch either. It's I, I don't think it's Trevor Lawrence's fault. I think it's just who he's playing for. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go thirty one to ten, Bengals. Thirty one to ten? Okay, that's you're, a pretty you're giving him ten points, that's a little generous. <laughs> Sometimes the Bengals just yeah, it's collapse. Good. I'm gonna say twenty seven to seven, Bengals. Okay. Yeah, I I'd, I'd agree with that. Twenty seven seven, you say? Yeah, about that. About I mean, that. Okay. Like twenty-seven, seven, twenty-four to three. I don't know. Something like something. Something, something lopsided. Something lopsided. Something very lopsided towards, towards the, the Bengals. Bengals. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Where is this game being broadcast? It's on ESPN tonight because it's Thursday night football. So that game kicks off at eight twenty p.m. It's also on NFL Network. It's also on the NFL Network. In yep. case you don't have ESPN for whatever reason, I'm gonna have it on my phone. Don't know how you wouldn't have ESPN. But yeah, for the ECU game. Tonight. I'm gonna be. It's I'm probably gonna have my laptop hooked up to my TV and just chill out. I've actually got some homework I gotta do. I I got a busy weekend this weekend, and I have like no time to do any homework. So I've been trying to knock it out before this weekend because yeah. 
like Sunday morning, I got a convention I'm going to, and then I got work at three o'clock. Yeah. So I mean, I have work on Saturday. I have an Overwatch match at some point on Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm big esports guy for UC. So nice. So, uh, but yeah, I'm. I don't know, but I'm. I mean, I'm excited for NFL Sunday too. I'm not gonna lie. How can you not be? Who I mean, plays this Sunday? What, uh, what, what games see. are on? We got right. Washington, Atlanta. We have Houston, Buffalo, Detroit, Chicago. These are all these games aren't really looking too appealing to yeah. Cleveland I mean, at Minnesota might oh, be a good game. Yeah. Dallas, Carolina, that'll be a good game. Ooh. Ooh. Give me the Panthers. Give me the Panthers. As Give well. me the Panthers. In Dallas too. Give okay, I, I'm interested to see what you guys say. Philadelphia, Kansas City. Go. KC. Oh, KC all day. I, I got I, I Philadelphia oh, is not got, very good. But because it's KC in Philadelphia after Casey lost to L.A. Chargers. I, Chargers are I, good, though. I, I, I'm going to go out and say it. I don't think the Chiefs are all that anymore. Like, I think they're, I, st- they're struggling right now. I think they'll be fine. I, I'm, like, I don't know. I think I, at the very least they make the AFC championship game. Yeah. Maybe. And then you got you got sure. Cardinals, Rams, Battle of the Undefeated Teams. Ooh, yeah. 4-0-5 Fox game of the week. That'll be a game. What about Tom Brady versus his former team? 8.20 p.m. on oh, NBC. Oh, give me the Buccaneers. Give me the Buccaneers. Yeah, give me the All day. Mac Jones, Even in Foxborough. Give me, Mac give Jones, the, the rookie, taking on the veteran Tom Brady who played for New England for most of his career. That's crazy. This is going to be a fun matchup. Yeah. I am excited about that game. I and I don't get excited about NFL games. I really don't. Monday night, Raiders and Chargers. That'll be a game to watch. Give me the Raiders as well. It's, like at, the it's Raiders. at Los Angeles, though. I still like the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. The Raiders I, are playing really yeah, well. The right Raiders now. have been really like they've beat half the AFC North, that which is true. I think is like you know the one of the hardest. It's a very tough conference. Yeah, the league. I and would say it's probably the toughest. I, I think they will beat the entire. I think AFC our league. North. Our league is tough, but I think the NFC West is the toughest. You got the Seattle, Arizona, the Rams, and um, okay. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, so last team? I'd agree. No, I don't Is know, the man. Chargers? I don't, I don't no, know. No, Chargers are AFC. I wish I could tell you. I really don't know divisions all Seattle, that way. Either way, either Seattle, way. Seattle, Arizona, LA, Rams, and... Um, why can't I think of it? Niners. Niners. There we go. Yeah. yeah that's, oh. definitely, <laughs> that's definitely the best I, division I, in I, football. I knew all of the divisions. All like, of those teams, teams can compete. The Niners just lost this past weekend, too. They did. And they played Seattle. They, they played Seattle at four or four or five on Wasn't Fox. That, a, that was week. a close game. That was a walk-off. It was a game winner. Yeah. There for, were like uh, six walk-off touchdowns or scores yeah. this week. There's yeah. A lot. How about Justin Tucker? Oh, man. Can you guys believe that? talk about that. 66 yards. Go right ahead. Let's hear it. So kicking is one of my like favorite things. I don't know why. But okay, whenever... Patrick Star. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> um, but whenever there's like this huge kick on the line, like especially if you it, Tyler, if you've watched any of the like Roger Reagan football, I get very excited over Dylan Rolfer and his kicks. He's but a fantastic kicker. He's, I think his longest right now is like forty. Yeah. Pretty good in high school. For a high school kid, yeah. is he a senior? No, he's a actually no. Yeah, he is now. But he, he was kicking that last year. Too. Yeah, he he kicked a thirty-seven yarder last year. Okay, um, but I like I took time to watch this kick because I mean sixty-six yards. That is the longest and kick now. Coming off ever. Coming off a of fourth and nineteen, Lamar Jackson uh-huh. converts. And somehow, yeah, somehow it. converts. Well, it's the Lions, so I mean, yeah. true. And you can see it's why also that Lamar happened. Jackson. I feel like Lamar Jackson can just kind of, you know, the man that that was things. interesting to watch because it, it hit off the goalpost. It did. It bounced it off, off, the hit off the crossbar. Yep. Believe it or not, that yeah. that thing hit off the crossbar and it still went in. Yeah, I think it just hit it just right where it bounced. It hit it in the backwards perfect yep. spot. Yeah. Well, what's crazy about it is you go back and you watch the film and you see Justin Tucker not take three steps back. You see him take like an extra step and a half uh-huh. to really put some power into that kick. Because yeah. with a normal three-step kick, no way, no, no shot, Unless no you're way. Like, I don't know someone with the like most thunderous thighs in the world. Yeah, like muscular leg just boots it. But I don't even think that's possible. I just sixty-six yards. That is just, unbelievable. He, but I mean, if it was going to be anybody. It would be Justin Tucker. Like, if it wasn't Adam Vinatieri, it's Justin Tucker. 
Yeah, or maybe even Mason Crosby. Yeah. Maybe. Like, uh, he, maybe. Yeah. I should debate for that. That's a, Yeah, but I'd give that more of, like, a 25% chance, but yeah. maybe I, Mason Crosby. I, I think Justin Tucker is the single greatest kicker of all time at oh, this it's current no state. no question. Like, what about, uh, who's the kicker for the Steelers again? Uh, Chris Boswell. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. He missed his first field goal against the Bengals this past weekend. He did. His first career miss against the Bengals. Yeah. That was huge. Whoa. A lot of firsts for the Steelers this past weekend, and the, for the Bengals. Against the good old yeah. Bengals. Yeah. This was a First time we beat the uh, Steelers by, I believe, 14, more than 10 points. More than 10 points since what? It's like 95. 95. 1995. Yep. That's... It's been a long time. It's been a real long time coming. 30 years. But it feels so good to say it. It feels so good to say that we beat <laughs> like, them. I'm like, I, I don't want to say, I, I this, this is something I have to clarify all the time. I'm a Bengals fan, but I'm also more of a Bengals critic because <laughs> of the I, fact that the organization is so terrible. I feel like so many people are. I feel like that's inside sports as a whole. Like, Bengals, yeah. Reds, like, their organizations are just not it's that It's Tessie, Cincy as well. Nope. They just not fired their coach. <laughs> yeah, they just fired their coach. Yep. They're, so like, second to last in Oh, they're bad. They're bad. They're bad. And for those of yeah. you that listen to the show and ask why don't we talk about FC Cincinnati, it's because we're never going to and because I don't give two whatever's about FC Cincinnati. I, like, I've been to a couple like of, of games, here. and, like, they're great atmospheres to be at. I'm Don't sure. get me wrong. Oh, yeah. I, I, I really want to go get Bailey seats, because, like, that apparently is, like, the experience is to go sit in the Bailey at a soccer game, but I'm, I'm just not yeah. a soccer fan. Well, at Nipper, either. I went to a game at Nipper well, a couple years ago when they first started out, and that atmosphere was very good atmosphere. Oh, yeah, the games here at Nippert were cool. I never went yeah. to one, but the games at Nippert were really cool. Oh, I'm yeah. just, God, I'm glad they're not here anymore, because yeah. let me tell you, they were a pain in the butt to deal with in terms of painting the field and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, yeah, I can only yeah. imagine. It was, was like, like, the field also just looked like garbage on game day. It looked awful. Mm-hmm. It looked terrible. It's just nice to have mm-hmm. football turf down, you know? <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Our, our, our football field is so beautiful. I Like, I remember... It was like orientation or something, and I like saw the football field, and it had the new logos, and I'm like, it's so nice. Mm-hmm. I I was so happy, like the stitched in numbers and letters and everything. I mean, God, it looks so much. This is the nicest Nippert Stadium's looked in a long time. First time we've had black end zones. Yeah, they and look, it looks really good. I was it looks great. There last night and or the two tone turf looks amazing as well. Two, hot. Uh, yeah, it's the, hot down there. The two t- <laughs> it does get really hot down there. The two tone turf actually matches. Uh, the two-tone turf of Sheikley uh, Athletic Center, really, which is the practice field over uh, over by Jefferson Avenue, nice. matches the two-tone turf there as well as the two-tone turf at Camp Higher Ground. Ooh. New field turf got put down at Higher Ground, I think, like three or four years ago, nice. maybe five years ago. I can't remember exactly when they put down the new turf there, but the, oh, you got geez. two-tone turf out there. You've actually got an all-red sea paw at midfield out at Higher Ground. It's kind of cool <laughs> looking. It's kind of cool to have like an alternate logo out at Camp Higher Ground, but. Yeah. Players hate higher ground. I, I, I but they also love it. I've never yeah, been. Love the food. I showed. I, I visited this past summer one night. Oh my gosh! I couldn't have showed up on a better night, man. They were serving up fried chicken, mashed potatoes, oh, green beans, nice. and fish, and like, oh, it was the best night. Where is it at? Like, it's off a, It's so if it's you in if you take somewhere. yeah, so if you take high if you take I seventy four, about twenty twenty minutes west sure. of Cincinnati. You get off at exit 169, and then I can't remember what Indiana route you, you get on, but you get off the exit, you turn left, and then you turn left again onto a bridge, um, and then you just follow that road for a little bit, and boom, you're at higher ground. It's a super simple route. It's yeah. it's far away, but it's, it, kind it's of just only like, like straight. It's pretty, yeah. yeah, it's only like four or five roads to actually get to higher ground. It's, mm. it's, it's kind of strange. You wouldn't think it would be that it's simple. It's in the middle of nowhere. Literally in the middle of nowhere. Uh, yeah. The highway's about a quarter of a mile away from the field. I mean... Yeah. You can you can kind of tell where higher ground is when you drive by it. There's a cell tower um, at the top yeah, of a big hill. Uh-huh, you sure. can that's where that's the general idea of where higher ground is. But if you look at the cell tower, and then you point about uh, maybe a quarter mile, half mile to the right of that cell tower, that's about where the field is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, before we get way too off topic, <laughs> yeah. um, well, I guess it's not totally off topic, well, but we'll, we'll go ahead and move into some high school games. Uh, Western Hills West High. Taking on Taft at one at uh, mm. tomorrow night, six thirty p.m. Give me West High. I don't yeah. know, man. West High. West High. Yeah. I'll roll with my boy. I'll roll with my Price Hill friends over there in West High. Yeah. Uh, Boone County taking on Covcath at seven p.m. Give me Covcath. Give me, Cove-Cath. Give, me Cove-Cath. Give me 
Yeah, give me Covcath as well, but I could also see Boone County pulling one out. Um, Cooper taking on Madison at 7 p.m. Don't really have a dog in that fight. I don't even know who I'm unfamiliar with either one of those teams. I am too. I'm just kind of scrolling through. Aiken taking on Withrow. Hmm. Give me Withrow. I'll take Withrow in that one. Yeah, I'll go Withrow with you guys. Walnut Hills taking on Loveland. Ooh, Ooh, give me Loveland. Give me Loveland, Loveland. yeah. I I don't see Walnut doing anything. Walnut Hill's not very good. Give me Loveland all day. How about LaSalle taking on Cathedral from (laughs) Indiana? Give me Cathedral in that game. Give me Cathedral. Sorry to my brother who goes to LaSalle. Um, Yeah, no. He knows. knows I want to go LaSalle, but I don't know if I can. (laughs) I'm going Cathedral for this game. I think Cathedral's a pretty solid team. You're going to have to go Cathedral. LaSalle's have been on on a bit of a down year this year. Yeah, they're not doing too hot. Purcell Marion and North College Hill. Purcell. Purcell. I'll take Purcell. Purcell. All the way. I don't want to say Purcell, but I kind of have to. I have to. I don't want to. I don't want ever. I don't want ever favor Purcell Marion ever. (laughs) Fair enough. You got to respect them, though, because they're doing really good this year for some reason. Like, we're tied for top of the Scarlet in the Miami Valley with them right now, 4 2. Huh. Well, how about that? Yeah. How about Trinity High School taking on the Bombers of St. X? Oh, give me St. X. No question. <laughs> let, me, well, like, let me verify that this is the St. X bomb. Okay, it is. I'm going to make sure that yeah, it was Yeah, Trinity, Kentucky, St. X. Okay, so it's Trinity, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah I, okay. pu- I pulled up a uh, mm, Give me St. X all day. I don't care. Yeah, oh, Bombers all day for Bombers that game. Day. Bombers going to win state. As much no, as they, there's no question. As, no much question. As, an, as much as the elder grad me hates <laughs> to say it, I just... Yeah. St. X is going to win state, probably. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to say it, but... I, Oh, man, my friends over on Ebenezer at Oak Hills Highlanders traveling to Hamilton High School at 7 p.m. You know what? Give, Give me Hamilton. Hamilton. Give me Hamilton as well. Yeah. Oak Hills is, ugh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oak Hills. They haven't beat Elders since before the Berlin Wall fell. Let me just put it to you that <laughs> oh, way. Wow. Harrison and Mount Healthy. Oh, give me Harrison. Harrison. All day. I'll take Harrison there. Yeah. All day. Yeah. How about Cole Rain and Lakota East? That's kind of a tough pick. Actually, Ooh, yeah, I would normally tough. go Colerain. Yeah, but I see. I've seen the rankings. Cody East is, I believe, thirteenth uh, ranked team in Ohio. Ooh. Yeah. What about Colerain? Do you get you know where their rankings are? You able to pull that up? Uh, let's see. Let's let me hold here. Let me see if I click on the game if it gives me rankings here. Cool. I'm not seeing. Uh, I'm I not kind of want to go. I kind of want to go. Um, Lakota East here. I'm gonna go Lakota East. I, I kind of also want to go Lakota East. I, I I think I'm gonna roll with Lakota East. I just I am as well. I'm I don't know if I trust Cole Rain this year. I'm trying to find Cole Rain. Where are they at? Going Thunderbirds here. I can't find them. What's the what is Lakota West's mascot? Firehawks. 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 That's right. Okay. Firehawks. That's right. I I could I I couldn't remember who was the Thunderbirds and who was the Firehawks. I always remember because fire is like red. Kind oh, of that's true. Reddish color. Yeah. Winton Woods and Anderson. Winton Woods. Winton Woods all day. Winton Woods is a great like program. Yeah, I got a good program going. Something. I got to give a shout out to uh, Kristen Davis, one of our directors at um, here at Bearcast. She went to McNick, so I promised her we talk about McNick. Uh, they are taking on Bishop Fenwick. Ooh, I don't know about that. Ooh, that's, that's a tough matchup. That's, a, that's tough. Kristen, I'm sorry, I'm going Fenwick. I, I got to go. Fen- I'm going Falcons. Give me Fenwick. That. Hmm. Yeah, I hit. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I mean Kristen. McNick's. McNick is undefeated. Let me, I'm, I'm, let me, I'm let me look at their. I gotta go. I gotta go. Fenwick. I Let's see. Go Indian Hill, Thomas. New Richmond, CH. I mean CHCA and Bacon are you know easy wins you know because we're Miami Valley. Yeah, give me Fenwick. Okay, so we all agree Fenwick. Sorry, Kristen. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> My apologies. Uh, let's see. Turpin and Lebanon. Give me Turpin. 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 I don't know yeah, why. Just is. give me Turpin. How about CJ and Carroll? CJ. Yeah. CJ. Yeah, I'll take CJ yeah. as well. Uh, Mason and Sycamore. Mason. Mason. All Mason day. all Mason. day. Yeah. How about Ross and Talawanda? Ooh. I'm going Talawanda. Talawanda. Ross. Really? <laughs> okay, okay. All right. You're going to go with the boys in the cornfield? Yeah, I'm going to go with the country boys. My, my only Ross. memory of Ross is I played a fr- my freshman year. I had a game, and I had a sack in that game. Freshman really? year. Really? I got yeah, go My freshman Ross. team, I had a sack. Nice. Against Ross, I was like, Yes, I did a thing. <laughs> I bet that's a good feeling. It was an amazing fe- feeling. I miss football. Anyway, Louisville Saint X and Ryle. Give me Louisville Saint X. Uh, I feel like Saint X is just a given. They're gonna win. Shout out Ritter. Ritter. Shout yeah. out to Desmond Ritter. Yeah. How about your boys Moeller and Elder? Mm, man, not a great. I mean, 
Good Sorry, matchup. I, up. <laughs> uh, I mean, is it? Where is it? Is it? Uh, it's not in the pit, see. is it? I don't think it is. I think it's a tra- I think it's an away game for Elder. Mm, no, it's. Is it at a home pit. game? Oh, is yeah. it at the pit? It's at the pit. Oh, give me the Panthers they're, all day, baby. Yeah, they're at the pit up until the 22nd of October when they go to LaSalle. Wow. Sean, yep. I'm sorry, but I'm about to go to the Crusaders. What? What? What kind of pick is that? What? No what, way. What kind of pick is that? It's an outlier pick. Okay, listen. It's an outlier I've been pick. To, I don't remember what game I was at at the pit, but oh my lord. Elder just unmatched student what, section. Unmatched. The pit is just like... Best student section in the GCL. It I don't is. Care what anyone I, tells I, me. Well, that's. I fact. have to agree. The like, pits unmatched, but like talking about like you know Notre Dame UC. If any team goes into the pit, they're gonna struggle because of just the sheer power that the Elder Panthers student section has. I hate to say it, but like just being me. But oh my lord, they have one of the best student sections. Also. Darius Rucker's playing at Elder. Yeah, of. yeah. Darius what? Rucker's got a concert night in the pit. <laughs> That's cr- that was crazy to me. I like I saw a headline Wait, for it. I've got buddies going to that. Why do I feel like he was from Elder? Darius Rucker? No, he did not he's, go to Elder. He's not. He's just performing at Elder. He's just performing there. Kyle Rudolph put on the show. So yeah, I thought it was cool. I, I don't know. That was a little cool tidbit of information. Something's going on with ehsports.com. Someone's got to fix mm-hmm. that. It says it's not secure. That's never happened before. How about Elder or Elder? Pfft. Alter and Baden. Ooh, that's tough. Give me Baden. Uh, I got a friend that went to Alter. Give me Alter. I want to go. I want to go Alter as well. I, I'm, go gonna, Alter. I'm gonna go Baden. Baden has put forth a showing. I I think I'm gonna go Alter. I'm gonna go Baden. I'm gonna be out. Wow. Outlier. I got I I I really don't have a dog in this fight, but just because I have one friend that went to Alter, I'll I'll go Alter. I mean, because Baden's just been dominant. I mean, granted, not healthy. Ron yeah. Bacon, Ross, Carroll, sixty-two to zero against Carroll. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, they like. I was calling the game on Friday, and I was looking at scores, and I, my partner was, you know, he's a Bacon grad and like knows all the GCL and whatever, and I was like, I announced that Baden was beating Carroll sixty-two to zero, and he looked at me like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I did not." That's Actually, crazy. there is a score I want to talk about. There's two teams in a, in somewhere in Cincinnati. I don't know where they are, but the final score was eighty six to eighty three. I kid you not. What? No. no can you I, find? Can you find out what teams it was? Let me. Yeah, I'm gonna try and find this. It's um, in Ohio, correct? It was in Ohio. It was in Cincinnati. Yes. I, more specifically. I yeah, because I had Cincinnati area teams pulled up because I you know I read scores sure off of Max Preps. And this team, like these two teams, scored like thirty-four points each in the second, in the fourth quarter. That's ridiculous. What week would that have been? Week. It was what? last year or last year, last week of what four, week? Would that be? Five. I don't. I don't even know how you would feel emotionally about that game if you're a fan. Like, is it exciting or is it frustrating? <laughs> Hillsboro won eighty-six to eighty-three over Jackson. Hillsboro was four and two. Wow. Jackson is three and three. Wow. The, oh the score count goes as follows. Jackson scored zero. Hillsborough scored nine in the first quarter. Jackson then goes to score 15 to Hillsborough's eight in the second quarter. So pretty then, standard game so far. Yeah, then, second half must have been Then, wild. this is when it gets interesting. Jackson scores 36 to Hillsborough's 37 in the third quarter. What happened to these offenses? Jackson scored 32 to Hillsborough's 32 in the fourth quarter. What happened to the defense in the second I half? I don't know. Defense. There I, was over 60 points scored by the single team. Over 120 points scored. In the second half. In the second half alone. We're talking about football, points. folks. We're not talking yeah. about basketball. Yeah, I was like. This, this is, is football like here. This is basketball high school football. scores. What does not make any let me, sense. Let me, I, I think let they let should get an invite to the Big 12. So. Yeah. <laughs> Both teams. Just yeah. for having those highest scores. My God, man. Yeah. How many yards of offense that, did That's each what I'm trying to have. find out. I'm trying to find, like, all of these stats. Okay, Max Preps, please help me here. I don't... You nope, really that's don't. the wrong day. You honestly may not be able to find these stats, to be know. honest with you. Because... Okay, there's that. Okay. Yeah. I wish I could help you here, but... No, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> well, in the meantime, we'll make a really quick pick. Roger Bacon and Cincinnati Hills Roger Christian Bacon, Academy. Bacon, Bacon. Gotta go right I gotta pick Bacon. All the way. See, see, I didn't pick against you, Tyler. <laughs> Gosh. For a second, I thought that said Seton High School, but Scott and Harrison, <laughs> Harrison County. 
Uh, give me Harrison. Harrison County? I, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. I'm just going to go Harrison County. All right. I'm going to find this if it's... Woodward and Hughes? Our boys up just 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 up the street. I'm gonna Hughes go. I'm gonna go Hughes. Support, Let's go Hughes. Support the local. Oh, support yeah, local. Yeah. I gotta support the local oh, product. Yeah. Let's, Let's go, go Hughes, Hughes, baby. Honestly. I don't even know what their mascot is. I don't I'm either. Take... But I just kind of want to do it. I'm gonna take Hughes. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's take Hughes. Actually, yeah. that game, uh, that Elder Muller game, is on Saturday. That's a Saturday, that Saturday game. game. That's on Saturday at four o'clock. So it's mm. an afternoon game for Elder. Huh. In the pit. Interesting. It's gonna be hot. Yeah. And I have been to a couple of those games, and boy, let me tell you, they are brutal. They are very brutal. We played St. Ignatius my senior year uh, in the pit on a Saturday. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. It was really hot. We ended up losing the game, just barely. That does not but sound enjoyable. The great thing was the fire department showed up. Huh. They parked their fire truck right behind the stadium, right where the student section was, and they sprayed us down hmm. and cooled us off, and it was amazing. It was such a great experience, despite the fact that we lost. Hold on. Wait a second. I'm looking at this. Purcell beat... CHJ sixty one to twenty eight. CHJ is not that good. Yeah, like I remember Man. two years, like my junior or senior year. I can't remember which one, but CHCA was talking so much smack on social media, and then we went. They came to us, and we destroyed. Hmm. Like, Do you know what division um Hillsboro is? Uh, I have no, no idea. Okay, check what I just said. I don't think it's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I. I'm on Max Preps now, and the same matchup, it says Jackson beat Hillsboro 42-0. to zero. I'm so confused. Uh, I don't you're, know. Maybe you're in the wrong week. I don't know. It, Check the it, year, maybe. I don't know. Huh. Because, like, I have this screenshot on my phone that's from the 24th. Oh, well, okay. I mean, that's all the, that's all the yeah. evidence I need, really. Yeah. Right. It's 924, Hillsboro beats Jackson 86 to 83, and then I go to Max Preps now. Yeah, and the 24th was a Friday, so. Yeah. I'm on the Friday the 24th, and it says Jackson beat Hillsboro 42 to 0. I have no idea. But still, the yeah, fact that I that exists that right on the now. internet is just funny to me. Oh, I just saw the weather prediction for Sunday. 80% chance of rain. Dang it. Oh, I, ha- I, worked, I worked that day. <sighs> that's not Gross. fun. That's not fun. But uh, that's really all the picks we have for high school football. Let's go ahead and make our final score prediction for this weekend's game. The number seven Cincinnati Bearcats traveling to South Bend to take on the number nine Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Cincinnati looking to improve to 4-0. Notre Dame looking to improve to 5-0. This is the season on the line for Cincinnati. It really is. If you want to go to the college football playoff, you absolutely have to win this game. No way fans or butts about it. There's a lot riding on this game, but like I said earlier, I think even if they lose this game, the Bearcats still go to New Year's Six. Uh, New Year's Six Bowl. Have New Year's Six. I don't see really any other. I mean, Coastal Carolina will be the closest competition we have yeah. for New Year's Six Bowl. But I think so. We're still better than them. So. We're still better than yeah, Coastal Carolina. I will take Carolina. us over Coastal any day. Mm-hmm. Let's go yeah, ahead and go uh, final score predictions. Um, any other stats you want to throw in, go for it. Does Cincinnati cover the, does the spread covered? What I mean, it's only two points. Oh, I got I to pull it back up. Um, well, first I will say I think they're gonna. Get, I, I'm bet I will bet the over on this game. The I will. Over 50 I think over. I think over. over as well, but not by much. Yeah, me too. So my score, rocking UC, yeah. thirty-one to twenty-six. UC. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Um. So hard. I know. Give me UC. Obviously. 30 to 24, I think. Okay. I think it's going to be like a six-point difference, I think. How do you guys think the game's going to start off? Let me ask you that question before I make my Bonds to Alec Pierce. Reginald to Alec Pierce, touchdown. Now, does Cincinnati get the, uh, start, the ball with the, or start the game with the ball? Yep. First possession? Yep. Okay. You don't think the Bearcats defer and take it to the second half? I I, th- I think they'll defer. Well, if they, if they win, yeah, if they, well, if they win, they're obviously going to defer. But right, know, yeah. if they get the ball first, I think it's going to happen. Okay. I, I, I think it will be slow. Like, neither team's going to score first quarter, I don't think. I really I don't even want to make a prediction about this game. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't blame know. you. It's terrifying. I don't even know where to start I, with this game. I think this is the most scared I've been predicting a sports matchup since the Peach Bowl, in my opinion. Since the Peach Bowl. For Probably me. since the state semifinals for me, for Roger Bacon. Oh, yeah. Like, I, that was probably my scariest moment. Like, talk, like, talking about that game, 
like, oh yeah, we're gonna beat them, and then we lost by three. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I said it, I did the thing. Ugh. Anyway, that's rough. <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah. Well, okay. I guess it's down to me to make a pick now. I'm I'm also gonna take the over, so I gotta mind that with my pick here. Yeah. I'm gonna say I gotta go. I mean, I I gotta roll with the cats, obviously. Ooh, cats, yeah. cats yeah. by ninety. You have to all day long. Um, man, uh, I'm gonna go Cincinnati thirty-three, Notre Dame twenty-eight. Okay, that's my final score prediction. I have everything written down. Okay, <laughs> I wrote down. I took the over hard. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I, took I, I wrote down really all hard. of our I, predictions. I, I, <laughs> I barely took it. I took it a little bit. Not not over by much, but you went over by seven. I think you said thirty-one to twenty-five. I think thirty-one twenty-six. Thirty-one twenty-six. Yeah, I said thirty twenty-four. So I'm yeah, over by seven. I'm only over but... by four points. I apparently took the over really hard. You did more than you anticipated. Oh well. Oh well. I guess we'll have fine. to see that game. Is at two thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC. Find Mike Tirico and Drew Brees will be on call for that game. I know what I'm doing pregame. I'm gonna stop by the broadcast booth and say what's up. I'm very, very, very excited for that game. Tell Mr. Brees I said hello. I will do just that. Again, two thirty p.m. kickoff. The Cincinnati Bearcats travel to Notre Dame to take on the Fighting Irish in South Bend. Luke Fickle will take on his former defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman, as well as former quarterbacks coach here at Cincinnati, Mike Mickens. We hope that you will be listening on Saturday. Our broadcast will start at 2 p.m. Sean McMahon, joined by Ethan Herzog and Tyler Gilman. This was Episode 4 of Inside the 275 Loop. Thanks for listening today, everybody. And as always, go Bearcats.